How has the Dallas Cowboys rookie class looked so far in training camp practices? All that and more in this episode of the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked, 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 Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's show is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Lana McCool. Uh, check him out on Twitter at McCoolBC. He's also at Cowboys Camp. Landon, how's it going, sir? Good. Uh, you know, uh, on my way home from uh, the last day of camp, uh, I've got my uh, my media band still. I still have my my cards. All these things will will uh, be thrown into a closet as souvenir. My wife will eventually yell at me to clean it out. Um, but I, I have I have fresh takes, and they yes. will stay fresh. Uh, you know. I guess until the season starts, probably. All right. So we've got a lot of notes from Friday and Saturday practice that we want to get through. Uh, But I want to just talk about the the top three draft picks for the Cowboys so far, who these guys have all been in all the padded practices. What let's start with Tyler Smith, the Cowboys first round pick. What have you seen from him so far in practice? I mean, so far he's on track to hopefully have a really good season. I mean, I, I think, you know, I feel confident that just based on where we've seen so far that he's uh, on his way to becoming the starter full time. I mean, he's right now he's rotating in with Connor McGovern, but it's it's clear who the better player is without a doubt. <laughs> and, and we have to remind ourselves that at this point they're still doing installs. So it's 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 very much a learning process. I think once it's time to start reordering things and getting the reps ready for the season, I think Tyler Smith's going to start taking the lion's share of that, and he's been outstanding out there. He's uh, he's been uh, very uh, improved in his technique. I mean, you're still seeing it sometimes. His hands will slip; they'll get a little bit outside, but it's still, you know, it's not like egregious like we saw saw at right. times with Tulsa. And then what you've seen is his incredible athleticism and his power. Um, you know, in the run game, he's been just a really powerful force, moving guys off the line. Um, and, and, you know, uh, the pass game, we haven't seen enough. That's where I want to see some more of him in pass protection. But <clears throat> I saw today in, in practice, uh, he, he, you know, Zeke had that long screen touchdown, and that was all Tyler Smith, uh, you know, getting out in front of his man and just bullying him and, and, and creating a huge hole for Zeke to get through. So, so I mean, it's, it's what all three of these guys fall into the category of, okay, so far so good, like, but we got to see more. Yeah, Tyler Smith reminds me a little bit of, you know, young Lyle Collins playing that same left guard spot, right? So big, so powerful, but much more athletic than you would uh, think. You know, you get him out in space, uh, he can be a nightmare for opposing defenses. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to Sam Williams, who I saw make a couple tackles for a loss uh, during Saturday's practice. What have you seen from Williams? Well, I I mean, I think, you know, just to back up a little bit with Sam Williams, like I I think – you know, coming in, we all envisioned a guy that, you know, was an explosive pass rusher type, you know, and, and usually with those guys, you're like, well, it, it's, it's going to take them some time to kind of be a two-way player or, you know, it's the other way, right? They're like a really good run defender. They got to like learn how to learn how, how to, to rush the passer, know, rush yep. the passer. I can't get over how uh, strong this kid is. 
guys. Like just oh, really, God. really strong. And and besides obviously being explosive and, and, and you know, obviously the fastest defensive end, uh, as long as we're not counting Micah Parsons. Um, I, I think he's got really incredibly strong, like grip strength and like, mm-hmm. and, and just power. Like he's able to get off blocks really well uh, in both the run and in, in the pass rush. I mean, again, uh, very much heavily into this, Okay, like we're trying to temper excitement here, but but I I, I mean, so far with him, it's been it, it very good. Like he's he's winning reps, uh, and and it's not you know kind of in a situation where uh, it's just like one on one. Like he's in team and he's making plays, um, and again in both the pass and the run, and, and for a young defensive end to be doing that against the ones and twos, um, it's pretty impressive. Of the three rookies that we're going to talk about, I think he's the most likely to have the biggest preseason, right? Because he's going to be playing against some third and fourth string offensive tackles from, you know, Southwest Alabama State, right? Like these guys that just have never seen SEC speed like this before. So I, man, I, I really anticipate him having a strong preseason. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I, I think, like I said, you know, we it's the path that we all talk about. They got to perform in training camp, and then they have to be able to take it up a notch in these, you know, and now it's not just preseason. It's these uh, joint practices between the other teams, too, I think, because those are very important. So yeah. they have to be able to take it up a level when it comes to the competitive periods with other teams versus other teams. Uh, and then, you know, obviously – continue it i think that's mm-hmm. the thing that we you know we talked about as well like being able to maintain it throughout the rest of camp even when they get back to dallas um that that's that's key for all these young players uh and let's talk about wide receiver jalen tolbert who missed a little bit of time during otas and mini camps but back on the field i saw he had a long touchdown on saturday's practice um how has tolbert looked in the week of padded practices I mean, look, I, I think we've been, I've been pretty clear about how I feel about the, how the wide receivers have been out here. I, I, they, he's looked really, really good. I mean, uh, he, they've been lining him up and moving him around a little bit. You see him as a Z mostly kind of coming across. I mean, he'll, he'll line up in the slot. I mean, they, they're kind of formationally doing all kinds of different things. Uh, and, and he just has – he's, he's just very uh, smooth, you know, and just like easy to get, easy to get open. He stacks uh, DBs really well. Uh, when he get when he goes deep, he just has like a natural feel like how to get in front of them, so they're chasing him. Um, and I, I think you know has shown an ability to uh, elevate and go get the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of that's the part of his game to me that reminds me of Gallup. You know, is that he has that kind of above the rim game that um, is 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 critical. I think for some of these guys, um, and he's just like you know I, outside of one drop that was you know it w- would have been a very difficult catch if he had made it I-, I haven't seen a lot of him you know making a lot of mistakes and he's had a couple of really really big days out here and I think he had a pretty good day of practice today as well so uh, I, again all three of these guys it's not just coincidence like all three of these guys uh, fall under the category of okay we've seen We've seen what we hope to see from people from three rookies that are going to contribute to this team this year. Like this is what it would look like at this point in camp. But what we need to see is, are they able to keep it up? Are they able to continue it? Are they able mm-hmm. to stay healthy? Uh, and are they able to train, you know, elevate at each stage, elevate to competitive preseason joint practices, elevate 
to the 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 the, the actual dress rehearsal preseason game if they do that, and, and then and then you know could be able to continue and maintain all the way through the preseason. All right, we're going to talk about some other players who had strong performances on Saturday's practice because that was Friday. They had a, like a walkthrough or a mock game. Saturday was an actual full practice. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Dave. If you are living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. But Dave can help get you out of a pinch when you really need it. Uh, Dave has the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. All right, let's talk about the wide receivers, Landon, because I know you are very optimistic about some of the veteran receivers on this team. I'm maybe a little bit more pessimistic. I still think the Cowboys need to go out there and sign a veteran uh, just because this happens, right? We see guys have strong weeks and then they kind of fall off when the season gets here. Um, But what have you thought about Noah Brown, Fahoku, and some of these other veteran players? Well, I mean, I think your stance there is, is fair, you know, that, that like, you know, eventually these guys, if they fall off, you need to, you need to make sure that you have a veteran presence there. Uh, my hypothesis is that I, I don't see any signs of these guys falling off. That's that's the issue I've seen is that consistently, day in, day out, while I was here, these all all these wide receivers on some on some level, maybe less Turpin, but I mean he's been exciting for kind of different reasons, right? But I think he has a very set role. I I, I don't yeah. anticipate the Cowboys using him much like a traditional receiver. No, but I mean, yeah, he's part of the room. So, but yeah. but yeah, outside of that kind of exception. Uh, you know, Tolbert, uh, who we just talked about, and then Simi Fahoku and Noah Brown. I, I mean, I think maybe especially Noah Brown, but really Simi Fahoku has, has had his uh, uh, just as many incredible plays and, and stuff that he's done have just really just shown up and and really, uh, uh no matter what the competition, they've been winning, uh, and and making plays. They clearly have some sort of role for both of these guys. Um, and I Quick think, question. That, do you think? Do you think Fahoku is an absolute lock to make the fifty-three? I I mean, I he's a draft pick, and he's like he's done absolutely nothing that's made me want to cut him. Like well, so far, I thought last year like he was so far behind, right? Like he yeah. he just wasn't ready to play, but they kept him on the fifty-three. I I, I kind of feel like when you're going into year two, you need to show some like big improvements and take some big steps and it seems like he's done that so far he's he's this year's terrence Steele. i was thinking about that as i was driving to me he's Mm. this year's terrence Steele in the sense that this guy got so much better between last year and this year it's it's incredible like i mean and, and and you know because before what it was is that like he was this guy with all these tools but like he doesn't look he never played or looked like a guy that he didn't look athletic right yeah 
That's what that that has started to finally show show up. I, I think adding some weight, um, you know, added some oomph to his game and and some momentum, and and I think he's able to uh, get off the line a lot easier than he had been in the past, and that allows him to show his speed a lot better. So, uh, I you know I think um, you know look and and, and everyone's <laughs> bombing on Diggs for that that rep against against Fahoku. I mean, again, the one thing I think you can pull away from that rep is that was a nice release he had, you know, and, and it was an offline scrimmage. But I mean, you could it shows you he's a bigger guy who's still working with really with really kind of clean releases. And, and that's like a new thing for him. So um, I think him and, and look, Noah Brown, I mean, just he's been all over the place. He's been catching. He's been having huge days each 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 day, basically. Uh, every it seems like every day he has a big catch, like uh, more than CD Lamb. I mean, because CD Lamb hasn't made like you know amazing one handed grabs, he's just or been consistent, like, which, he's just been consistently scoring touchdowns. And but like, frankly, you know. that's what they need more than the big yeah. plays. Like, we saw the yeah. big plays last year. The problem was they, they needed him to be more consistent, I'll take the consistency all day if it means less highlight plays, right. And and Brown, I think, has been the guy that you've seen like elevating to go up and get a catch, diving to the sideline to make a, a catch, uh, you know, secure the ball during team. Um, so and 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 look again, like Noah Brown is not some unknown commodity. Like he's been on the team for six years. He's he's caught passes. I was shocked to learn that he hadn't scored at least a no. touchdown. Right? Uh, yeah. So I think that there is some there is some security in thinking that you know. This is a different looking Noah Brown, not only physically, but but I think talent wise, uh, it feels like he's grown quite a bit. So I just wanted to talk about like I, I don't I I think if the Cowboys if if these guys and then we have to mention Houston like Dennis Houston uh, again, I, I think they would love to move Dennis Houston off the first team and get some of these other guys some more reps, but he has not done one bad thing since he's been here. He 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 took that X spot. And then he's consistently like done everything the way that he's supposed to do it. And so it's, I think it's been hard for them to kind of take some of those snaps to away. Demote him, cons- right? Yeah. Cause he consistently does, he, they put him out here and he consistently does what he's supposed to. He makes, he made another incredibly tough catch today in, uh, in, in uh, 11 on 11s where Dak needed to escape and had to thread the needle inside and, and, you know, He's a smaller guy, thin, thinner guy, and was able to secure the catch and, and convert the first down. And so, all right, here, uh, here's what I want you to do with the receivers. I, I yeah. want you to rank the top five receivers, not based on hey how you think it's going to go into week one, but just based on how they've done in training camp practices so far. So, obviously, Ceedee Lamb is at number one. Who's at number two for you? Um. I think I mean it's just just based on how I, I just think based done on practice. Yep. So I would say like it's CD Lamb, Noah Brown, Jalen Tolbert, um, Fahoku. I, I think Brown, Tolbert, and Fahoku have been kind of very close. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Houston is actually on, uh, on the the back end of it, but only because he hasn't been flashy, but he's just been consistently good i've seen flashes from the other guys houston it's like it's just he, he's reliable you know do you and the one receiver we haven't mentioned yet tj vasher like i, I we've yeah. seen really big highlight plays from him but is he still just not consistent enough to to crack that top five well i mean that's the thing right like 
he's made a couple of he made a couple of really big uh, like one handed catches early, and I think he has utility because of his you know size in a way that maybe some of these other guys don't. Um, but he just hasn't like I, I haven't just noticed him as a receiver the way I've noticed the other guys, yeah. which is surprising because you know he, he was a guy that like we like we said shown early, and we thought maybe we'd see more of him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he is having a really great camp and I I just haven't had a chance to yeah. notice him as much yet, you know? So I, I gotta, I'll have a whole new set of information once I get home with all these videos that I took and like <laughs> rewatch all of everything. So. And, and it wouldn't surprise me either Landon. Like we get to the preseason game next week and it's Dontario Drummond that catches seven passes for 70 yards. I mean, we're again, talking about on Monday, right? Uh, another guy that that's had a, I mean, just came back and has already been incre- incredibly solid like you know obviously doing the wide receiver things look you know there's so many camps that you come in and these guys are running the wrong route or like you know they can't catch anything or uh you know that's normal like but that hasn't happened really even when i they feel like that in- was a personal shot about me and john van johnson but that's okay i'll let it slide no nah, it was not actually but i mean <laughs> I, you know I, I think the guilt there probably tells you something right um <laughs> Uh, no, but I think look, I, I I think that it's just been they've been a very clean room so far, and and, and even a guy like Drummond who comes comes off the uh, pup list right uh, has been uh, reliable so far, made makes night catches, and then also has the flexibility to play running back because he's been playing running back because we've had some running backs on the COVID list, and I saw him bust a lot bust a uh, uh, like a fifteen twenty yard run uh, up the middle, and so yeah. It's it's been a pretty impressive group, that, you know. Despite all of our panic over it, which again I, I'm not saying is unwarranted. That's where that, I think that's what's crazy about it. I'm sorry, this last thing. I think that's what's crazy about it is that in I'm holding both these ideas, the cognitive dissonance of I'm nervous about this wide receiver core, and I can't get over how good this wide receiver core is. Like as far as like down roster wide receiver, it, it, you know, and that's why the Michael Gallup injury is so tough because I feel like yeah, it, exactly. It, if it's a healthy CD lamb and a healthy Michael Gallup going into the season, you feel great about your one and two. And now you absolutely love the depth of, Hey, Noah Brown's back to being our number four receiver. Fantastic. And now we've got five guys competing for the number five receiver spot. And I think we do need to look at this like long-term, right? I would think by week eight, assuming nothing else major happens, they don't have any more injuries. There's not a setback in Michael Gallup's rehab. There's a chance by week eight we're like, oh, do you remember back in August when we were worried about the receivers? Like that might be something we don't even think about. Just like we do every year, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's possible. I, I mean, this year's wide receivers is last year's defensive tackle class, or you know, or like to, to be to be fair though, they're they're still. I think by week eight they could be perfectly fine and better than five. They could be in one of the top ten units in the league. But there's still a chance week one, two, and three are really rough for them, right? Because you're still that, you're you're banking on one receiver and a bunch of UDFAs, basically. It's that's and that's what makes the situation so fascinating, right? Is that it, uh, you, there's easily an argument that you can be made that can be made that says, uh, you know, if you can just survive till Gallup, let's say Gallup comes back week three or or, or or you know week four, if you can survive those first few games with the group that you've got which, you know, they're teetering on that line of being good enough. We have to see, uh, again, with Denver, blah, 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 Chargers. Uh, but, like, if they can survive that, 
then you know they don't need to go get a veteran. That that'd be a huge waste of money to go get a veteran wide receiver who also mm-hmm. you know would take up a roster spot and maybe not even be something you want by the end of the year. You want to play these younger guys, um, but it, that's quite a gauntlet to go through yeah. without a, a, a sure thing as your wide receiver too. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's it really is like a fascinating, difficult kind of math. I think of what they're going to do because you can easily convince yourself, Hey, let's go sign one of these guys and spend the money. It, it's a lot of money. You're guaranteeing sure. his contract before week one. Um, but you know, are you willing to gamble a little bit and take a long-term view and, and, and see if you can get by with some of these kind of young unproven guys? We'll see. I, I think we need to have more training camp to kind of see, but I understand why they're not necessarily rushing out to go get a wide receiver yet, unless it's the right situation. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about some other players that stood out in Saturday practice, but before we do that, I want to tell you about bet online, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from uh, live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, all right, a couple other players that had strong practices on Saturday. I'm just going to say the name. You gave me a couple of lines on what you saw. Uh, Anthony cool. Brown. I mean, just just been incredible. Just continued off what from what where he was uh, uh, last year. Uh, just really just had a great camp. Last year was not a fluke. J. Ron Curse. Uh, really started to come on these last few practices, had an incredible practice, uh, including a, a, a pick six on a tip that from Leighton Vander Esch. Um, and uh, it, I just want to throw out, he's the clear leader of this defense. Uh, and there's just so many times when I'm seeing him pull guys aside or he's encouraging guys. He understands every aspect of the defense really well. Uh, I mean, what, what a great signing the Cowboys got with him. Demarcus Lawrence, I think he had at least two sacks in team period yeah, today. Yeah, he yeah he's uh, he's given Terrence Steele some problems, and 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 that, you know it's good. Like let Terrence Steele work against one of the best uh, pass rush move experts, you know, and let, let him kind of see that because it's a. I think that's where Terrence needs to grow. But back to Terrence, Demarcus Lawrence, he looks really thin. He looks really slim. They're not having to overwork him at all because he's being able to rotate in with a, a bunch of other guys that they trust at times. Um, and I, I just, I'm excited for DeMarcus Lawrence this year. I really am. I, I think if he, you know, it can stay healthy and, and have a full off season with, without not having to deal with anything else. Um, he's, he looks great. Uh, I, I just, I, 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 I have a feeling that he is going to have a big year. Yeah. That's a, Poor Terrence Steele. You go against the Marcus Lawrence on one neck rep, and then the very next you get Micah Parsons rushing. Oh, yeah. God. It's, it's tough. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch. He's had a really good camp, too. I, I, I think, you know, it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, he had a really bad year after his rookie year, and we just kind of cratered in our belief of this guy. Um, but he's such a smart player and he's, he's big and he's physical. He's, he's a different kind of linebacker, but I think it gives you options 
to do different kind of things. So uh, I think the Cowboys are being smart by having a, a, a bigger group of linebackers to kind of let them play to their strengths. When you let Leighton Vander Esch play to his strengths, uh, I think he does good things. I think he showed that today with that tip pass that was a pick six. Uh, Jonathan Garvey or Garvey, are they the kicker from Texas Tech? Get him out here. It's it's just time. Like, it, just get rid of him. Let's go get another young kicker maybe to try out. I, look, I'm on board with getting a younger guy because I think those are the only. That's the only way you get a truly good kicker is that you you develop a young guy. And I understand why they want a Gar Garbe or whatever. But I mean, look. A whole week of being like fifty percent at field goals is like not great, Bob. Um, so yeah, I think you just you, you got to go get some a different someone for kicking, so another another person for competition. Uh, and last one, Ezekiel Elliott. Do you want to hear about this one? I do because I actually saw him have a really nice. Um, they were doing one on one drills with linebackers, and he had a really nice reception down the field that I saw. And then they were in team drills that they did like he like motioned in from the right side, kind of cut across the formation, caught a, a pass out in the flat, turned it upfield for a touchdown. I just thought he had a nice. That day. was the, that was the screen I was talking about. Yeah, okay. I think the the yeah that was. But that yeah, he motioned well. in, and then they ran a screen. Excuse me. Yep. Yeah. So he looks like he did last year. I think. I mean, he's the speed is is back to a certain degree. He's like, look, I mean. I think since he's lost that weight was two years now, or I guess one year ago. I would have no idea about that stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure you don't have a uh, some sort of tracking device on his weight. (laughs) Uh, He's been look at all these practices. He's been able to get to the corner and turn it still. Like so, he's gotten he's still back to that kind of level of quickness. Uh, I'm hoping that you know we see more of early season last year's Zeke because that was. When you yeah. got both him and Pollard going, man, and the, and the offensive line the run game is blocking back where it needs to be, it just makes things so much easier for for the pass game. A good example of that is a Chargers game week two. That's when exactly because remember Pollard actually had an injury at the end of the year that cost him a game, right? Where mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't healthy, but I think that week two is where you saw both guys kind of at their peak. It'd be nice if they could both you know do that for a. Long period of time this season. We'll see. All right. That is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen to uh, uh, today. We want to uh, tell you guys about Locked On Fantasy Football. We should make it your second listen. Uh, Vinny Iyer does a fantastic job over there. He brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football today. You can follow Locked On Cowboys wherever you get your podcasts. You can check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter, podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. You guys know by now. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. Can I always have a practice on Monday? I'm sure we'll talk about it then. See you guys later.